Um, I could talk about the baby announcement, which is not embarrassing. What? Oh, wait, who's? Carlos's? Carlos. Uh, not me. I just, <laughs> I know, so you're like, what? Jesus, talk about a fucking world exclusive. That would have been amazing. God damn it. No, no, no. no. My, my cousin's cousin Carlos. Oh, his is good enough for me and him for the next couple years, I think. Yeah. True, true. Episode 34 of Rather Be Playing, the podcast where we talk about how we'd rather be playing games than than changing two sets of diapers every day, <laughs> all the time. Whoa. I, yeah. I, I'm Josh. I'm Elliot. And I'm Steve-O. And so, and Elliot. Let me dive into this yeah. super quick. Yeah, Because yeah, it sounds quickly. like I'm having kids. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not having kids, but my, uh, my awesome cousin, Carlos, who was on the show once, has recently found out his wife will be having two babies this is so two. exciting man congratulations, congratulations to carlos and his good lady wife that is yeah. that is amazing yeah identical twins and uh the, they're the first babies of our, our families like like my and my brother and cousin's generation so they'll be the next ones to come after and uh He's, a whole lot of excitement. He's he's gonna have to like work on his uh, upper body so that he can balance the babies on his pecs while he's playing video yeah. games. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he's gonna have to get really beef and biceps to hold them in on either side as well. <laughs> he is. He's got he's got his work cut out for him. I don't know how he's gonna play any games, but uh, I hear babies um, sleep sometimes. That's true. <laughs> if well, you're very, true. very lucky. He's going to be awake all the time anyway, so during the times so the babies are... Once he's done changing the diaper, then he can go play a game for a bit before he cries again. Be good to go. Good point. At good the point. end of the day, he's got a switch, so I think he'll be covered. <laughs> I think so. I think that's that's all you need. If if, if, if uh, Eric's experience with his young young daughter is any indication, the switch comes in super handy. True. The switch that, is the way forward. That is, yeah. For that ever, ever necessary, quiet, private toilet time. <laughs> yeah yeah well that too poor uh poor poor carlos is gaming but um i'm sure i'm sure that having two babies will make up for it yes yeah. just that was our thanksgiving by the way oh um, that's excellent man super super happy exciting family time how about you guys have a good holiday uh yeah it's pretty good i guess we just had a couple of my wife's friends over for thanksgiving uh I had to make two turkeys, one for like a potluck thing for her work and then one for actual Thanksgiving. So got a lot of cooking in during that time. But uh, yeah, it was all right. Uh, hung out. We played some. Uh, her friend really wanted to play Seen It, you know, that DVD trivia game thing. Oh, yeah. How is like that? Pop culture. Huh. It's fine, except I don't know. It's like the fir initial first version of it. So the instructions are not easy to follow <laughs> well it, it also didn't help that we didn't find the instruction page until about an hour later so <laughs> we started off by using the instructions that come on the dvd and the way it explains it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever <laughs> so we just kind of played trivia for a while until we figured that out so what uh, up to the usual jack uh jackbox standard no 
No. So we played Jackbox after. Uh, <laughs> well, at least yeah. that probably saved things, right? So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was good. And uh, for Christmas, we're going to uh, we're going to fly out east to see you guys and well, see my family. But you guys are no, coming out to see us specifically. <laughs> I know your family happens to be here. That's, but whatever. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll be out there. So uh, hopefully we'll get to drop in. Maybe we'll do a live episode. Absolutely, man. I can't wait to see both of you. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's uh, when was our last live episode? Oh, it was er- earlier this year at some point. It was, the one uh, I, it was when I came out last. So, yeah, well, uh, it's all yeah. the hell was that? <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh, yeah. Sometime was, in the summer. <laughs> we do one at least once a year. I think we can confidently say that. It's true. Yep. We've done three now, I think. So, yeah. So, yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. But, uh, how, how about you, okay. Steve? Um, my Thanksgiving was fantastic. Uh, my little right. niece and nephew entertained us the whole time. Uh, one of the highlights going around the table, asking what you're thankful for this year, as you do, mm-hmm. you know, in the American spirit of things, you know, I'm assimilating lads. Um, yeah. Asking my little two-year-old nephew, uh, what's he thankful for? And he's like, I'm thankful for uh, looking around dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, sir. <laughs> That's a winner. That's a winner. Well played. Well played, lad. <laughs> what are the odds he picked the same thing I did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Top, top stuff. Top stuff. Yeah, man. He loves those <laughs> fossil fuels. That's clearly what he was getting at. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so so oh, what man. else has been going on since we recorded last, lads? Shit, has anyone what? got Overcooked 2 yet? Oh, no, because we don't buy games anymore. Except for Josh's uh, nephew. Yeah. Did he yeah. buy it? Except for... Yeah. Overcooked 2? No, he actually left his Switch on a bus, so he doesn't have a Switch <gasps> right now. <laughs> no! What the oh, yeah. So you have no excuses for him buying you Switch games anymore, right? Well, he's in body switch games for me. He bought PS games. <laughs> ah, okay. I, wait, uh, what about Valkyria Chronicles Warrior or uh, what was nope. it, what was the other one you got? Oh, Dragon Quest you had pre-ordered, and that's that's PlayStation. Oh, you got mm-hmm. that on PlayStation as well. Oh, it's not on Switch yet. Yeah. It's coming at some yeah. point, according to Square Enix. But yeah, well, actually, it's oh maybe that was Valkyria Chronicles one that, that that was on sale that I saw. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. No, but he he. Uh, he did pick up Red Dead Redemption 2. I figured he would. Ah. So uh, considering I went through and just plowed through Red Dead Redemption 1 a few months ago, I was like, well, I'm going to guess I can dive in now. Um, good work. Good work. Cr- and holy crap, it's awesome. It's insanely better than the first one. <laughs> uh, I think I complained about the first one on the on the podcast a, a couple episodes ago, or maybe it was the last one, but like where nothing really happens for 90% of the game in this one. There's like constantly things that are happening and like, yeah, you still kind of go through the progression of, you know, do this tiny mission in order to get to some bigger thing, but you actually feel like you're making progress as you do these little story missions there along the way. Um, That's good. Josh, I I gotta drop a bombshell at this point. I've got this fucking game too. (laughs) I know. So, so I think we left off again. We've left a bit of a gap since the last time we recorded here. We're going to be better. New Year's resolutions and all that. Uh, we're going to start recording on a, a bi-weekly schedule again. I'd say fortnightly, but then I'm a weird Irish person. Um, I'd say, I think, pu- I'd I say think- PUBG nightly. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Oh, no. No, I mean, it's the same team y'all says fortnightly, so we can't, we can't ape that. That's theirs. They've trademarked Fortnite. But, but, no, but no, I, no, they didn't. Epic, Epic did. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But I think way back when, uh, our last episode that went up, one of you alluded to it right at the end of the at the end of the cast that somebody might be buying this for me, which you were right. It looks yeah. fantastic. The opening scene where you're rolling into the new the new town. Oh, sorry, it's not. It must be the opening of the second chapter when yes. you're going going to the first camp that you're staying yeah. at, and uh, just just the hills and the scenery and everything's so bright and vibrant. I I was could hardly believe I was playing it on an Xbox One to be honest. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So for for those who don't know, which I guess. If you haven't been paying attention to the what's the game has been released this year, Red Dead Redemption Two takes place as like a prequel to Red Dead Redemption One. It's in in the first game, you play as John Marston, his time after the this gang has gone through all these trials and tribulations, and he's trying to you know clean up the mess basically. Whereas this game takes place during the heyday of that gang he was a part of, and you play as one of his gang member buddies, Arthur Morgan, and his like progress through how everything happens with the gang. And uh, it's just it's awesome. The game controls like a brick, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that's the Sounds first awesome. thing I would ask you about it, Josh. Like, did you enjoy it from the first moment? Because I, I found it a bit a bit slow, a bit sluggish. The first chapter is kind of slow. Um, you you do a few things, but you're both. It's just trying to introduce you to these people. And uh, yeah, like I, I don't know what. Yeah, I think once I hit chapter two is when it really started to grip me, and and uh, you get your own, you finally get the camp, and you can sit down and actually talk to all the different gang members and see how they're doing periodically and how they're reacting to events in the world. Yeah, um, and, and I do like that it takes time for the quiet moments like that. I've only had one of those so far where you actually have the option to just sit down next to someone and and mm-hmm. have a conversation with them, and it's it's some really brilliant storytelling. It's it, yeah, I, I'm really eager to jump through a lot of the you know rockstar gameplay just to get to more of those moments yeah i mean gameplay similar to the first red dead it's relatively brain dead in shootouts you go in a dead eye you shoot the guy you make sure yeah. you just keep your dead eye and health up and you're fine flick um, l1 to pull up your gun flick r1 yeah. <laughs> you know or l2 and r2 yeah yeah nothing too insanely complex and there's a whole bunch of side things you could do like hunting animals or uh shooting challenges and things like that and those are kind of fun to do here and there um but the just the 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 characters and the story and the music and just the way the game looks everything else just kept me going no matter i mean yes i probably spent most of my time running my horse into a tree accidentally but <laughs> yeah but like but yeah the, but actually seeing how everything evolves over time as uh, with the with the gang holy crap it's good <laughs> it's really good and I know we're going to cover the game awards later, but I can totally see why. Uh, what's his name? The guy who plays Arthur Morgan. Uh, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank right now. All of a sudden, Roger Clark. He plays Arthur Morgan and does the voice acting. I can see why he won for best performance because it's really good. I, I I took some warming up to Arthur when the game first started. I was kind of like, okay, this guy seems kind of bland and yeah, whatever, he totally but- seems like that blank slate on which you were meant to project. You know gets, how you want to it- play him. It gets exponentially better. It's so good, by, good. by the end of the game. I've it's heard that, great. yeah. And John, especially coming after John Marson, who's such a great character, yeah. Um, to to that blank slate, I've heard is just ugh. But then, yeah. See, I don't. I don't know. I, I, it's not, I don't really think that. It's not that John Marson's a bad character to me. I just don't. I don't know. I think oh. he was more of a. The circumstances surrounding John Marston 
were more interesting to me than John Marston himself. <laughs> well, so. uh, I guess this is a good way to put it for, from my view, but like he was, he was fine and rockstar for a lot of their, you know, open world grand theft auto type games. The story's kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. And the characters are kind of, there's, they're just, they're just typically bad people. There's not like any growth for the most part. Uh, mm-hmm. Where, whereas like in red dead and red dead two, there is, but it's just, I don't know. Red yeah. Dead 2 is just infinitely better <laughs> for, for the main character. <laughs> so, Josh, I'm going to tell you about all the all the bright, shiny things that have been distracting me from this game. But, <laughs> but like, tell me why I need to stick with it. Tell me, like, why should I be taking a weekend afternoon? You know, why should I be taking a full Saturday to to play this game? What What is it about it that that's going to grip me? I... Oh. Trying to think of how I could explain this without spoiling anything. Yeah, um, no spoilers. Oh. <laughs> I know. Um, it's I. I don't know. It's just the like I said. I mean, I mentioned it before the the music's amazing. The the minute to minute gameplay, it's okay. It's serviceable for the most part. Like I said, other than your weird stuff, like your horse going off in directions you don't want him to, and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but like, uh, just the the different story missions. Like in, in a lot of Rockstar games, the story missions to me are like just vehicles to continue the shooting and things like that. Yep. Whereas in Red Dead Redemption 2, I'm actually sitting there going like, I want to know what happens next. Good, um, good, good. I mean, if you if you played Red Dead Redemption 1, you kind of know the end result of all this yeah. stuff for the most part, but not yeah, how they get there. And it's just feeding that I, I need I want to know what happens next sort of thing. And I, you start mm-hmm. caring about some of the people that aren't necessarily Arthur, but other people within your camp. And, you know, as as things progress, you you want to know what's going on with each of them. And it's just I, yeah. I really, really enjoyed the story. The things that I know more? I've enjoyed already and that I know I'm going to enjoy more are just the simple act of like riding across the plains on your horse is just yeah. it's still that relaxing. The music is amazing. The the graphics are amazing. You you want to be in that world. It It is like you could waste a lot of time there just doing the stuff like the hunting and or just going from one mission to another. The only thing that, you know, and I have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the only thing that does kind of bore me and it's the same thing about all Rockstar games is that when it comes down to it, when it comes to a mission, um, it's just the same kind of shootouts and it's just the same thing every time. Is, is there any more variety in missions? Is there any uh any, any interesting hooks or is it still like m- moment to moment? Don't be expecting much more than Red Dead 1 in terms of the gameplay of the missions. Uh, I'm trying to remember if they had some of those things. Red Dead 1 if devolved into shootouts and in like every mission. Red Dead 2, I'd still say that's most of what you'll get. But there's other ones where like uh, you're at a fancy dress party and you're trying to sneak into this house to steal something, you know. Or, yeah. Um, so there's there's like different stealth missions. You'll be rescuing people. Maybe you've got to go, uh, I don't know, hog tie this guy and bring him back or. But yeah, I mean, a lot. Yeah, a lot of them still do devolve into shootouts. But the story that's happening in between those shootouts is really makes really it worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's 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 not I don't know. It's I wouldn't call the like the gunfights and stuff boring to me. They're just simple because yep. it's again, I mentioned before, it's the same general formula. Just get in cover shoot people in the head with dead eye and keep going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's, and there's also things like, you know, Robin trains that happens or Robin's different stage coaches or breaking into a bank, stuff like that. So there's, there are shootouts, but they're all framed by different things happening. Do you have any great, so, uh, just ridiculous moments that happened while you were going about your merry way? <laughs> I mean, I did have one that was just kind of st- stupid. Uh, I, 
took a stagecoach to some somewhere and the stagecoach when you get off is like was like right next to a train that was coming through town and the stagecoach once you get off typically starts moving again just drives off and it ran right into the train and all the horses died um, <laughs> uh, the, one, I, the I, one that i had in one of the first missions you have to take an old horse and you have to trade him in and then you get to buy an, another horse yeah. and earlier it had showed you how to hop off your horse and lead him I think I can't remember what button yeah. press it was to to lead your horse. And I was thinking, yeah. well, once I got to the to the place, it was a big barn that you bring the horse in. I was like, OK, I must have to hop off and, you know, lead my horse in. So I hop off and turn around and punch my horse in the face. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that's clearly not the button I was meant to press. Yeah. Well, and, and so the button to jump on the horse is also the same button as to choke people. And there's a, there's a, there's a major city in the game. And every time I'm getting there trying to get on my horse, the game reads it as choke the nearest pedestrian. So I have to like (laughs) run out of town, wait for the wanted thing to go away, pay my bounty, get back to what I was doing. The Valentine Strangler. Yeah, I know. No, the Saint Denis Strangler, but yes. (laughs) Oh man. But Elliot, are you going to be able to pick it up at all? Yeah. I'm going to wait for the PC one though. I'm not, I'm not in a, I'm not in a huge rush and given what happened with GTA five when I got it on PS3 and then PS4 and then like <laughs> I had a super capable PC that could crush that game yeah. and I'm like I'm not gonna buy it again. I'm not gonna start it over. So uh it's gonna be the same thing with Red Dead. I'm just gonna give it a few months and hopefully the PC will be out sometime next year. Yeah. Um and I haven't finished the first one yet. Um would you say that having finished the first one kind of informs or like it enriches the experience of the second have, one anyway. have you played any of the first one yeah i'd say maybe did you um, get to mexico first third of it or so no i haven't so you can you really mainline it the way i did it was mainline it it was a complete opposite way that josh did it um yeah. and it still <laughs> took me uh you know three days it still took me you know four four proper nights playing it or whatever um, maybe maybe a little longer than that, maybe one full day and like three or four evenings. But um, mm. but it's worth it. Jeez. It's it's a really good yeah. story. Really now it does take a long time getting into it. There are some horrendous characters, really bad. Oh my like god, like just there are. Uh, yeah. offensive and annoying. Um, but the the final act is is top class. It's it's really really great. So playing what That's you what, what you have already you already know like the setup for Red Dead Redemption 2 you already know the general idea of what happens but not okay. not a lot of the specifics and because you haven't finished Red Dead Redemption 1 if you finish Red Dead Redemption 2 you still won't know the fate of some of the characters cuz they're yep. still in Red Dead Redemption 1 okay there. so but, in theory um, you could play it in either order yeah okay so there's not a lot of cross spoilers like i mean kind of but not <laughs> i mean yeah, I, I, there is, but there isn't. I don't know. I don't know how to put it. But, but just by oh. playing Red Dead Redemption 1 and you know that the goal is to round up these last members of Dutch's gang, that tells you they're the last members of Dutch's gang. Gotcha. So. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'll, I'm waiting for PC anyway, so I'll see if I can take some of this time until then to, to yeah. knock off Red Dead 1. It's, it's supposed to be like it's my brother's favorite game ever. He just raves about it. Yeah. Um, and actually, uh, maybe last year, I don't think it was earlier this year, but I tried to play Red Dead Revolver. Oh, really? <laughs> which. Wait, wait, does was, Carlos know he only has like eight months left to 
finish Red Dead 2? <laughs> he might have already finished it as far oh, yeah, as I know. Yeah, he's he's pretty good at this stuff. I wouldn't put it past yeah. him. Okay. He uh he likes his games and I he's been playing a lot of Fortnite though. Um but I feel like when when Red Dead came out, he must have hit it pretty hard. Yeah. He's he's finally building a gaming PC, which oh, good, I wasn't sure good, was gonna good happen. Stuff. Yeah. Get that out, gotta yeah. get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotta do it now, sooner than later. <laughs> um but once you've got it. You can just live off Steam sales, man. Yeah, it totally. doesn't matter how much those diapers cost. You can keep playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're pulling for you, buddy. <sighs> all right. So anything else, you guys? I mean, Red Dead is pretty much all I've been playing. So, Lads. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Were you going to go on ahead? You want to? Yeah. I mean, sure, sure. I have really <laughs> not a lot to say. I haven't played hardly anything. Um, but I did. I did play. Um, I did play some Hidden Agenda with a group great if you guys remember oh, that yeah, game yeah. It, great game it's like you're, you download an app to your cell phone and and you kind of um you, it's kind of a choose your own adventure but you do it with the group you do by majority rules um mostly actually, with a, with a couple of quirks thrown in there you can occasionally like override people and be sneaky yeah. can't you yeah you can yeah. get um like kind of like you like over overruling Right. Rights, basically, where if the, whoever has that, or if they end up doing a one of those choice based things, whatever they choose will override everyone else. And and I think you I think you can use one, right? Like you hit a button and I still have not played it, so I don't know. <laughs> we only went through the first couple acts, I think, and it didn't go over that well, <laughs> actually. Um we found that it it uh it didn't seem like your choices had a lot of effect on what was going on. Like there was there was one scene where you're kind of approaching this house where there's a suspected criminal. You're like a cop <laughs> and you can either go straight in through the front door or check around back first. And we did check around back and she just kind of like checked around back and was like, looks OK. And <laughs> went right back <laughs> into the door. So it was just kind of like, oh, I mean, maybe it gets they do more later on. But it, like our, our first um, our first run through. Uh, didn't hold the attention of the other people around and they don't oh it didn't I, the yeah, first time like, i played it with a group we were all in were they gamers because uh, i feel like no that no might help it's people yeah. like uh dogs and uh oh really yeah it was like huh manu and amanda and people yeah it was like a completely wow. mixed group yeah yeah i th- i thought yeah maybe maybe you have to be in the right mood for it but the the crowd just was kind of like Okay, can we skip this part? Can we get to like the next choice? Because it was just there was a whole lot of like story and cutscene in between like each choice, and then when you got to a choice, it didn't seem to make much difference. So I think people left more frustrated than anything. That sucks. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. I was. I was hoping it would go better. I'm not. I haven't written it off totally. Like I, I want to try it with a maybe like a different night, different group, different. Who knows what the difference can be, but. Um, yeah, it was just kind of like there, you know, we, we had more fun playing Jackbox instead. Jackbox is always a winner. Yeah. Yeah. You you can't go wrong. Um, another game I played, which I didn't even mention when we were chatting before this, I totally forgot I played it. A game called, uh, Dragalia Lost. Oh, the, uh, the new gotcha game by Nintendo. Yeah, it's a Nintendo Gacha game. I I didn't know it was coming out or anything about it, but I heard about it on the 84 Play podcast and I think those guys worked on it as well. 
Mm. Um, and they're, they, they love it, but they also love their gotcha. And I have not a whole lot of patience for it. Yeah. But I fired it up and, you know, it's free until you start having to pay money. And, and it's pretty like, it's pretty playable without having to give money. You can, you can, it's a little grindy if you don't, but you can get through it still. And it's basically like a turn-based RPG. And that was an action, isn't it an action RPG? Sorry, not turn-based. You're right. It's a, it's an action RPG. Um, and you can play it one handed and it's it's surprisingly um, responsive. And I haven't played a fast paced mobile game in a really long time. Um, but playing this with swiping around and using like gestures to kind of make your character go around and do their attacks and stuff works so surprisingly well. I was actually having a good time and I booted it up hmm. more than just the one time. Like I went back to play a couple of times. I've kind of forgotten about it for the last couple of weeks, but um i I don't know if i recommend it because it's not usually my speed and (laughs) i know it's definitely not (laughs) steve-o's yeah (laughs) i was gonna say both of yours but i think josh you enjoy your gotcha every now and then i i haven't played i i used to i haven't played it for a while but even then it wasn't really like enjoying so much as it was a hostage situation um like i downloaded dragalia last i booted it up and i played I don't know, like five minutes. And then I was like, wait a minute, what am I doing? Yeah. (laughs) Delete. You (laughs) always, yeah. That's always the end result of gotcha for me. And, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's well done and it's, it is fun. I, I haven't gotten far enough to feel the pressure of needing to pay, but, um, it's, you know, it seems okay. Story is your typical cliche anime, um, tropey affair. Yep. Um, there's a cool twist at the end of the first chapter that made me be like, oh shit, Oh, that's a little different. And I'm going to maybe see what happens next. But um, yeah, I actually played a new game that hasn't been talked about on the <laughs> podcast. Look at me go, guys. I'm so proud <laughs> of you, Elliot. Thanks. I eagerly await your dissertation on Magikarp Jump next. Yeah, whatever that is. You know that was the uh, Pokemon that game? Pokemon? On your, yeah. on to, oh, the f- I do remember hearing about it. I didn't I didn't play it, though. <laughs> Uh, it's mindless. It's entirely mindless. I played for a bit. It's there's no gotcha. It's literally just tapping. <laughs> oh, that's all it is. But all right, Steve, did you have anything else? Yes, yes, yes. All of the games I've been playing all of the <laughs> games. And by all of the games, I mean like 10 minutes of all of the games because I've been <laughs> playing games which you can play at 10 minute intervals on obviously the console that was made for this switch. God of War? Oh, <laughs> oh fuck how have i not played god of war yet you bastards <laughs> uh so um elliot gave me some uh switch credit for my birthday back in october mm-hmm. and out of that i was able to pick up uh dead cells into the breach and just mm-hmm. recently and um, because it was on sale and because i never thought nintendo coins would ever be u- useful but <laughs> they actually translate pretty well to to dollars so i was able to pick up the messenger as well ah nice so that looks really good it, it, it is really fun and now okay let's so let's start there let's start with the messenger um the messenger is uh it's basically a ninja gaiden clone from mm-hmm. so ninja gaiden came out on the nes originally yeah. any others yeah. before that um no nes I think I think you can skip the Ninja Gaiden introduction. <laughs> well, anyway, it's it's a it's a ridiculously difficult um, 
side-scrolling 2D platforming game um, where you are a ninja and you jump and you uh, swipe at things with your sword, presumably. Um, so the messenger, same basis, only obviously it's updated for the modern day. And also it's got a fun little story thrown in that you're basically accidentally you're not you're a semi-competent ninja and you accidentally end up being the most important person and you have to deliver this scroll to wherever you're going and that's why you are the messenger um controls are really really tight um it's got that thing that these games had the 8-bit era where if you get hit in the air it, it knocks you off and you're basically okay. going to fall to your death a lot. But it also... Mega Man. <laughs> Mega Man and Castle, Super Castlevania 4 ah. was the one that... Wait, was it Super Castlevania 4? Or was it Castlevania... It's, it's any of the end? Castlevanias. Okay. Fuck <laughs> you up with that. Yeah. Um, but it also has, again, more of a modern day thing. And it's got upgrade trees. So there's skill trees that you can upgrade. And one of the things that you can get is you can get a reaction jump if you get hit, that you can hit jump again Uh, to rewrite yourself. Um, It's got a lot of different things in there. It's got like, I think it's got like double jumps and it's got a gliding move. Um, As you you move along in the world, um, basically you'll get to the next level and you won't be able to do a certain thing. So you'll go talk to your vendor who is basically just there to make cheesy jokes and... Uh, it's it's got a lot of of cheesy writing in it, but I've found it works pretty well. I, I, some people I've, I've read a few reviews and stuff that people say they get sick of it or some of it just doesn't land. I think it's cheap and cheerful. It's not doing much, but it but it's just a lot of fun. Um, apparently, there's a big plot twist coming, uh, and that this shouldn't be a spoiler. Or you know what? Maybe I shouldn't spoil it. Basically, it's it's not just uh ninja gaiden clone the whole way through it switches up a little bit and it's you know it it gets a little more more complex shall we say um yeah so i'll I'll report back i only bought that in the last couple of weeks as i say because it was on sale and i i had nintendo points um but been playing a little bit of that recently just because the the levels are pretty short and it's a good one to play at a level before i go to sleep or something you know Mm-hmm. It's one I'd, I'm kind of interested in. Not, I mean, I, I hated the old Ninja Ninja Gaiden games. They're just too yeah. fucking hard. Um, but uh, I am really interested in Dead Cells, though. I really want, really want Dead Cells. <laughs> yeah. The, so that's the next one I was going to get on to. Dead Cells, guys. It is it's called the, a segue, Stevo. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It it is uh, the next Hollow Knight that you've been looking for. It has got mm-hmm. that that same. Just it, it's gonna grab you. You're gonna want to play more and more and more of it. It's obviously it's mm. it's much different from Hollow Knight in that it's it's not a Metroidvania. It's actually uh, in some ways a roguelike. Um, yeah. Well, I guess I, I guess in most ways a roguelike. You're you're yeah. playing through you're playing through levels. You're um, yeah. It is it is. They're randomly generated. They've got the same uh, theme, but the actual layout of the of the levels is different every time. But you're playing through the, the same levels one after another. You're collecting um, like uh, blueprints for dip- different weapons. You're collecting souls, which you can trade in for uh, 
you know, different upgrades, being able to refresh your health multiple times or, or be able to get randomly dropped a better weapon when you're starting out your run the next time. Or it's it's got a little bit, um, it, they kind of remind you a little bit of the upgrades in uh, in Rogue Legacy. I think you both played yeah. a little bit of that, didn't you? Yeah. Where it, it doesn't completely change the game while when you're getting the upgrades but it does help you out just a little bit and i do feel like i'm i'm progressing it's it's also got that thing of um you're just as you're naturally getting better at it um you you're gonna get further it, it, there's definitely a combination of you're upgrading your your player but you're also just constantly you know getting getting more skilled at it um the the thing about it is like it's it you've got quite a bit of momentum as you're playing it it's not exactly twitch when you when you turn when you're running in one direction and then you press the analog in the opposite direction there's a little bit of a moment as as you sway and it's it's a little bit it's a little bit floatier well i guess uh, mm-hmm. hollow knight was a little floaty in that in that way as well was it mm-hmm. um yeah but it's got it's got a really tactile feel. Uh, the combat is really good. It's really satisfying when you're just jumping about and using your different uh, traps and bombs and slashing away at enemies at the same time. It, it's so satisfying when you get into a rhythm of it and you're like, "Oh, this is the one. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get through it," you know. And you pick up a good sword on this run. You're like, "Yeah, this is this is gonna be the one. I'm gonna get there," you know. Um, yeah, you guys would love it. Uh, Josh, in particular, I know because you you know demolished Hollow Knight and all of these other platformers. You would you would adore this. We we gotta we gotta get you a copy of this. I'm I'm getting it at some point. <laughs> yeah, I I everything you say about it and everything I see about it, everything I hear about it looks like it's absolutely the next game I need to get and just play for hours and hours. Yeah. But I don't tend to agree with roguelikes very well, or they don't tend to agree with me. Um, but that said, of the roguelikes in the world, this still is the most appealing one. And I think um, I think I could really get into it, especially in my current streak of not doing a great job playing any games yeah. and having to progress and, and that being so daunting, knowing that here's the game that when I die, I start over no matter what, mm-hmm. it somehow makes it a little more approachable where I can just keep going and going and going. Yeah. You need to play I- Hollow Knight still. <laughs> I what? You still need to finish Hollow Knight. <laughs> I still need to finish Hollow Knight. Um, it's so good. But I'm so intrigued by by Dead Cells. <laughs> um, that, that's going to be one of the first ones I got, I think, next year. Okay. Uh, the other thing about it, though, is as opposed to something like, um, uh, what was the one we just mentioned? Uh, Rogue Legacy, uh, yeah. where you never know in what direction you have to go. And, and like it, it all feels a lot a lot bigger and a lot more expansive and that you're traveling out from the the center of it and it gets really really difficult there's more of a progression in this because you know the next level that you're going to and even i would say in terms of stepping up from one level to another um the, there's a lot less of a, a difficulty curve than there is in say something like spelunky or you know where you're going from one to the next completely mm-hmm. changes the game this i feel like it's the the difficulty curve is is pretty uh it's it's pretty approachable it it and it's as i say it's so satisfying you would really enjoy it elliot get it on switch that's what this is made for 
Um, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, it, totally. It is just, it, it's a great game. And it's no wonder that it has been, you know, uh, that it was up for a few uh, game awards and stuff. But we'll get to that later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's coming up. So the last of the three that I've been playing on the Switch is completely different from either of these others. It's Into the Breach. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard a lot Into of good the, things. It, it is so amazing. So it's a it's a turn-based strategy game um, where you basically have four units. You're dropped on a map that's, you know, an isometric map. Um, enemies drop in after each turn. They can make moves. They're trying to uh, destroy buildings. So they will line up their moves. And then you have to line up your moves and execute your moves before they execute theirs. And a lot of it is about, um, like, uh, it's, a lot of it is physics-based. If you hit one of these, that will knock them uh, on to the next space. So if they were aiming perpendicular to a building, you could knock them along, and then they would be aiming to the next line, and they would miss the building, and so on. Nice. Um, also, your different units have different... Uh, attacks some of them have area of effect some of them you can are you know you can only hit the the square next to you some of them you can hit mm-hmm. all the way along in a row it's it it's got this this perfect uh mix of different tactics that you have to you know take into account uh, every single turn you get uh you get one reset in on each island or no wait uh-huh. on each on each island no on each uh on each level so, okay. so you start off on an island. There's four different islands. If you want to beat the the game, you have to, you know, you have to basically kill all the aliens on all four of the islands or defeat them. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, on each of the islands, I think there's something like you'll play five levels, maybe maybe six levels, something like that. And each one is just slightly different map. There might be some. Uh, different hazards on it so for example there might be bombs being dropped by by airplanes and and that will be shown by you know icons on certain squares saying this is where it's going to hit or uh there might be like earthquakes which like take away a new row of of the map uh, on each turn so it'll constantly like cut away a slice of the map as it goes on, so you have to make sure to be moving your units away from there as you go on and hopefully knocking enemies towards that final one that you know is going to be taken out, you know? But right. mm-hmm. it it's it it has got a little bit of storytelling in it as well. I I actually uh Chris Avalon uh of Fallout New Vegas fame and Planescape Torment and Baldur's Gate mm-hmm. and all these, he apparently he did some of the writing in it and it, like oh, wow. there isn't a whole lot of um, dialogue in it or or story, but there's just enough that it lends it a certain kind of character and and a certain kind of um, you know personality that it it makes it all the better because so many of these things you know you look at it it looks quite basic, but it's yeah. not it's it's got that extra level of of polish and extra level of craft you know it's really good oh and the music is amazing which i yeah. i mentioned to this before we recorded it was by ben pronti and i knew i i recognized the name because he also did the soundtrack for ftl faster than light um mm-hmm. which i haven't yeah. actually played 
And more recently, you did work on the Celeste soundtrack, which we all know is absolutely phenomenal as well. Nice. Yeah. Um, Into the Breach is, is probably my second game after uh, Dead Cells, like first thing next year. I, I saw, like, I've seen clips of it. I've seen people talk about it. And it, it looks like Front Mission. It looks like the old school uh, Front Mission games from, like, the, the Square Enix series. And kind of, uh, yeah. Looks like, looks like like the Ed, the SNES ones like the the way way back when they first started it and it's that charm when i saw that it was like just that art style is like yeah. man nostalgia boom and um it, i i'm a complete sucker for strategy rpgs yeah fuck it is just, so good and it's got a few different yeah. spins on it as well like at any point you can abort your mission and you like reset time and you can send one of your pilots back. So basically what you're doing is your pilots get XP as they as they kill enemies and you know they they get certain perks as they level up. Um so mm-hmm. if you can tell oh this is all going to shit like we're about to lose power like these all the buildings are going to get destroyed. You can be like okay I'm aborting this. I'm going to send my best guy back and I'm just going to cut and run basically. And right. that thing yeah. and also having the one reset per map just little additions that totally change the game and add that extra, you know, option that you're like, oh shit, can I, can I, can I do this? Can I make it through? Or should I just, mm-hmm. you know, should I use this? Is now the time? And every little decision like that feels like make or break. It's, it's so tense. It, it's brilliant. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> that sounds so good. Yeah. And of course, the yeah. other thing about it is like the switch sleep mode. You can you can just oh, yeah. and and you pick it up the next time and you're like oh well I know where I am in my you know in my current turn it's it is yeah. made for this console it's uh, perfect man remember back in the days of Final Fantasy Tactics when you had to finish the entire fucking like hour and a half long fight in one sitting <laughs> yeah oh man yeah we're so spoiled now and then you realize you saved at this place when you shouldn't have saved and you have to restart the game. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you did no i didn't i luckily never oh, had yeah. to do that <laughs> Jeez. but uh all right so, so anything you else see, you can see why i'm getting a bit uh sidetracked from red dead redemption right <laughs> yeah yeah man no uh, i would i just i just want all the games on switch i just i feel like i feel like like all these games coming out right now especially this year starting with celeste yeah um uh I probably starting with Hollow Knight, but that was um, 2017 where we were able to pick that up before our no new games uh, uh, thing that we started doing. But starting with 2018, like Celeste in January, and then it yeah. was just like uh, so many of these made for Switch perfect like totally. 2D quick pick up and put down games just started rolling out, and that's what I've probably been missing the most this year. I've got to say. Mm. Uh, more than Spider-Man, more than Red Dead. It's I more I just want a collection of these Switch indies and Switch ports that have come out. Um, well, there's plenty and, of them. <laughs> yeah, I will have no shortage of things to buy next year. <laughs> um, a lot of these actually even won some Game Awards, Indeed, if I might say. They did. So, well, I mean, one of the other things that happened this week was the uh, the Game Awards happened, uh, 2018 Game Awards. And uh, 
it was it was okay. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. I, I watched the whole thing. Uh, a lot of people expecting a lot of big announcements. There were some rumors that like Metroid Prime 4 or the Metroid Prime trilogy would be announced. They weren't. Um, Skyward Sword. Yeah. yeah. Switchport. It, it Coming after last year, which was just bomb after bomb after bomb, yeah. just huge, huge announcements, especially from Nintendo. Yeah. Um, it, your hopes are so high. And then we just kind of. And I, I think it's because it, it aired the day before Smash came out. And yeah. I didn't want to distract from that. But yeah. Yeah. Pretty. There, there, there are a few good ones for sure. But but uh, it was, they had some they had some good awards, though, I thought, for the most part. I mean, yes. And just like last year, they kind of just skip over about half of them and just kind of there's no presentation. It's just like, oh, and by the way, this game won this. Yeah. They you know? did do that better, though, because I felt like wasn't it last year? They came back from commercial break and be like, during the break, these awards were given. Oh, you know? yes. But this time, Keeley at least ran through them real quick. Yeah, but I think was, it was still haven't... it was still three hours long. <laughs> yeah, it was still super long. Yeah, so and I think long. that is the issue. They've clearly they clearly haven't found a way to give people their their due time or whatever and still get mm-hmm. through this because as you say the difference between this and the oscars for example is that mm-hmm. we are sitting here watching it because we want to see trailers we want to see announcements yep. we're sitting here complaining about an awards show for a lack of announcements it's like yeah. it's, a, it's an award show are we being a little unfair here I, it's true i i don't yeah. i mean awards it, are one thing i mean and it's that's fine i just I don't know. I I agree. It's got to be entertaining. Have, you already have a bunch of different publications stuff that give their own, you know, game of the yeah. year and stuff like that. I mean, this is just kind of like uh, it's it's the the uh, nominees are selected by a bunch of different publications, and then there's like a mixture of quote unquote expert vote and like community vote sort of thing that determines what actually wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't know. I. I don't, I'm fine watching it. And I think some of the stuff they did was neat. Like they had the orchestra playing a lot of the live music, like the Red yeah, Dead Redemption 2 one was pretty cool. The orchestra uh, was cool. They did like a smash, a mashup of all the smash, a bunch of smash music. Uh-huh. Um, you the, had Hans Zimmer on a fucking electric guitar. Yeah, I know. <laughs> rocking I know. on the stage. It's like, what and why? Yeah. <laughs> and, and Joel McHale, of course, they're crapping on the, the, the event again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, there's there's a groove they haven't found and I'm not sure what it is because it's yeah they, they I, I I know people if they didn't have announcements probably wouldn't watch it yeah it's a huge draw it's it's the biggest it's the biggest draw otherwise people don't really care and and they're also balancing like the 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 East Asian attention it's getting and you can tell that by all the esports emphasis they're putting out there yeah. and mm-hmm. it's you know and that, and that's a huge part of their 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 audience is a huge part of the money they make so i get them needing to do that but at the same time like i don't care i don't care like I, it's yeah. the game awards like i don't care that ninja won best person Const- who plays games online like who cares i don't yeah. know it's uh, yeah it was, you can do a little bit of that but it felt like a, like a quarter of it or yeah close to that it was but it's a big part of gaming it is it is a big a big part of gaming it it gets a lot of people into games you know a lot of this is ellie Knight yelling at a cloud steve okay yeah yeah Yeah. get off my lawn (laughs) yeah i mean it 
Did you imagine if like the Oscars did an award for people who sat and yelled at their TV during best, <laughs> this best, best, like, best community movie reviewer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Best, best critic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so it's I know, and you can't compare it to Oscars. People keep doing that and it, it, it's a totally different thing. Um, yeah. I mean, movies aren't really interactive. Ways. <laughs> yeah. And, and just the nature of the awards, the, the Academy basically is the movie makers awarding themselves. It's just a big just a wank fest and this is at least journalists did you know doing the awards so whatever there's different and important ways but still that they're definitely they there's there's a lot of content in the awards that is very transparently there for the certain like high-powered audience i will say it was at least a lot better than last year (laughs) Yeah, it was better. the The rockin' violinists were all wearing clothes this time. Remember that <laughs> oh, from yeah. last year? That's right. Oh man! All right. Well, let, let, I, there, I was just going to run through a few of these that I thought were kind of interesting. Like, uh, so like the best debut indie game. There was a Donut County, Florence, Moss, uh, The Messenger, and Yoku's Island Express, and The Messenger won. So, Steve, congratulations! You're playing an award winning game. <laughs> it was a good game. Did any is just quick question? Play Florence? I heard it was a really good mobile game. I didn't play it, but it it's by the the guys who produce Monument Valley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And don't Donut uh, County's interesting. I've seen people play that one. Yeah. Um, it's pretty simplistic, but it's kind of neat. Um, yeah, I've heard Florence is about a, a breakup, and it's meant to be really a, a short game, but have a real uh, you know a real strong heart. So well, might have to check. Well, that Florence out. did win best mobile game. So ah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, let's see. Uh, best strategy game: BattleTech, Frostpunk, Into the Breach, Banner Saga oh. Three, Valkyria Chronicles Four, <gasps> Into the Breach. Congratulations, Steve! You're playing another <laughs> award-winning game. Amazing. It, it deserves Amazing. to win this. Well, I guess. Oh, Josh bought me Valkyria Chronicles Four for my birthday, so I guess I gotta I gotta play that to compare it. But uh, Into yeah. the Breach, Amazing guys. Amazing. <laughs> so this one, I I just want to bring this one up. It's not really all that interesting, but I, best family game. Mario mm-hmm. Tennis Aces, Nintendo Lab- Labo, Overcooked 2, Starlink, Battle for Atlas, Super Mario Party. Overcooked 2 won. How is that yeah. a family game unless you're into fratricide? Best family <laughs> ending. Game. Yeah. That is not a game you play to keep your family together. <laughs> no. Um, okay, sorry. I anyway, need onions. Um, <laughs> I need onions. Get me some onions. Why aren't you reading the recipe? Uh, Don't leave it role- there. <laughs> best role-playing game, uh, Dragon Quest XI, Monster Hunter World, Nino Kuni 2, Octopath Traveler, and Pillars of Eternity 2. I'll be honest, I really thought Dragon Quest XI was going to win this one, but Monster Hunter World took it away. And yeah. as much as I loved Octopath Traveler, I'm aware it has flaws, <laughs> and I did not expect that one. But Yeah, I guess this was an interesting one. Maybe this is the sign of the times. Dragon Quest Eleven, much more of a, a regular RPG, single-player focused uh traditional uh, yeah tradi- more yeah. of a traditional rpg but whereas monster hunter world being online co-op uh it's interesting that that won it yeah, yeah. it's a great game it's interesting it's that was game. in that category too i thought yeah. i thought um i did wouldn't categorize that as an rpg i mean it's like but, it's yeah it's like a hack and slasher with rpg elements sort of thing yeah, lots of people loved yeah. it. I guess there was a reason it was in here. A reason it was. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not necessarily. No, sure. I'm not really complaining. I mean, it's just. just yeah. It just seems odd to me that it's. But you know what's game. interesting? Rather, like, rather wonder, like an action game. I wonder if you yeah. were to ask people from Japan if they were surprised that's in there, would they be like, "No, it's absolutely an RPG." 
You know, maybe this is something of a Western style of thinking that maybe we just don't get this. Maybe. Um, Moving on to best action game. uh, You had Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Dead Cells, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Far Cry 5, and Mega Man 11. And the winner was Dead Cells. Steve-O, you're playing another award-winning game. (laughs) My gosh. You have the best taste, Steve-O. I know. How did you do it? I don't understand. What a great game. Best independent game. We had Celeste, Dead Cells, Into the Breach, Return of the Obra Dinn, and The Messenger. And Celeste won, which, and I, I have Celeste. I just, I don't know, I think I got distracted by Hollow Knight. At, so I never actually, because I got them both around the same time, and I was playing around, playing around through Hollow Knight instead. Gotta say um, about this one, though, guys, what a lineup in that. Those five yeah, games yeah. are all, they're like, I, I gotta pick up Return of the Obra Dinn. Me too. I'm dying I really to play wanna play it. that one. But like any of those five would have would have deserved that. But definitely Celeste. Yeah. I can't argue with that. Amazing yeah. platformer with great story. Yeah, I agree. Uh, best performance was also stacked. Uh, Brian Deckard as Connor from Detroit Become Human. Christopher Judge as Kratos in God of War. Melisanthi mm-hmm. Mahout as Cassandra in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption 2. And Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker in Spider-Man. Arthur Morgan, Roger, Roger Clark won as Arthur Morgan. But honestly, I mean, apart from Detroit Become Human, not to disparage Brian's performance in there, I just don't care about that game. All those other four <laughs> could have easily <laughs> taken it. As yeah, yeah totally. Um, let's see. Uh, it, I think they should really expand that as well. It's it's a shame that there's only, like, I mean, maybe it gets too Oscar-y, but if you did, like, best male performance, best female performance, yeah. it just kind of, like, yeah, but then, but then it's eventually becoming Oscar's best, like supporting, best. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. But, you, but you've already got best game director. You've got best game. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, uh, thrown out there. Maybe. I mean, there's a lot of games, so I can kind of understand why you might want to like expand it a bit. But I don't know. Yeah, so that's the thing. So it um, seems like that's such a stacked list, and you're only one person wins it. <laughs> so uh, best score or music: uh, Celeste, God of War, Spider Man, Nino Kuni Two, Octopath Traveler, and Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, I'm not entirely surprised that Red Dead Redemption 2 won. It's got a great soundtrack. I was kind of hopefully pushing for Octopath Traveler personally, just because I <laughs> yeah. really, really liked that soundtrack. I want to um, give a shout out to Celeste. The Celeste soundtrack is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. It is too. I just haven't really sat down and listened to the whole thing. But what I have listened to, it's awesome. Um, but speaking of the score music, when the live band played the Red Dead music, oh, it was really good. Yeah. That song was haunting. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Good moment. Uh, it's, it's, it's good when it plays in the game, too. Um, <laughs> uh, Art Direction, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Return of the Ober Din. Return of the Ober Din took it, which I could see justified. It was It's a very stylized game. It kind of looks like a 3D Game Boy game almost yeah. at times. It's so <laughs> yeah. unique. It's like it's like nothing you've ever seen before. Yeah. It's so weird, yeah. Uh, s- great. Let's see. Best Narrative, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Life is Strange 2, Episode 1, Marvel Spider-Man and Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2 took it, which is why you guys need to play it <laughs> because the story is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's just let's just jump ahead then to the game of the year. There are a bunch of other awards, too, but we're just going to kind of cover our highlights here. But game of the year between Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste, God of War, Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World and Red Dead Redemption 2. Well, God of War already beat Spider-Man and Red Dead Redemption 2 in the best action game category. And it beat the, <laughs> and it beat the rest of them here. So God of War is the 
Game Awards Game of the Year. And the one game Steve-O did not play <laughs> these lists. <laughs> Guys, Congrats, Steve-O. You are not playing a game of the award. Give me year that award. for Christmas, please. I want to play Dad of Boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I could totally see it because I'd say gameplay wise and just the overall package, God of War does do a lot of things better than Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, I think Red Dead's got a better story, but God of War just it's got a good enough of a story and great gameplay that it mix all those things together. You've got yeah. a good, a great game there. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had a pretty good moment when Christopher judge. Oh yeah. <laughs> the kid who plays boy uh, presented an award together and you totally saw it coming, yeah. but they had to do it. I was, it was just like, it. like the kid had to read the, the winner and he just sat there and then, and they just took a moment and he goes, read it boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, the audience love that. Yeah, <laughs> I think great. I think everybody was expecting that once they were both on there. It was great, though. Yeah, you had to. Um, so uh, within all the awards announcements or sorry, awards <clears throat> being given out, they had some game announcements. And for the most part, okay. the most exciting part of uh, the game awards usually. And as yeah, we just briefly touched on this. I just needed more Nintendo on this list but there were some good ones for sure uh, i'm excited about this was actually i think this was actually hinted at or leaked a couple days before but crash team racing is getting remastered i'm excited for that because it's the best kart game aside from mario kart out there that'll be fucking awesome yeah it um, should be fun well we'll have to see if onrush is better because it's a free ps plus game <laughs> gotta, right. gotta play it oh, first yeah. before we decide to buy yeah. uh Crash Team Razor. Uh, Stanley Parable. Yeah, sorry. Stanley Parable is getting a ext- expanded version. And if you haven't played that game, it's a wonderful little thing. You could probably play for like two hours and it's just silly and dumb. Um, but there, there coming, is more stuff. It's coming, to, it's consoles coming to consoles too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots of jokes in it. Lots of breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. The ad was great. It was just like, this is one of the best games of 2013. Yeah. Just look. And it just showed all these clips of the last of us winning. all the <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they're like, at the end of the, the whole Stanley parable, like it's coming to consoles thing. They're like, what the hell do you mean? Last of us two is coming out next year. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That was fucking, it was pretty good. Uh, other big, relatively big ones. Mortal Kombat 11 was revealed for coming yeah. out in April. Uh, a new uh, dragon age four was teased or whatever they're going to call the subtitle. But there's a new Dragon Age coming out at some mm-hmm. point. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn, which looks to be a side game or like a direct sequel to Far Cry 5. Uh, one that I'm actually really excited for is Obsidian's new RPG called The Outer Worlds, which looks like a cross between Borderlands mm-hmm. and Fallout, which those are two things I love. So <laughs> I'm yeah. al- I'm already ready for that one. That's what we were waiting for, and it totally delivered. Yeah. It was fucking it looked so good yeah. i will say one go ahead especially i was just gonna say especially after fallout 76 yeah <laughs> uh, just totally imploding and then you could you know obsidian was just like oh my god it's handed to us on a silver platter yeah <laughs> the timing was so good yeah uh i, I will just say well, i mentioned one more uh there's hello games the guys behind no man's sky they announced a new game called the last campfire they're calling it a short so you know like a relatively small game but i just, just listen watch the trailer for it because the music for that trailer is amazing yeah. it's awesome um uh oh sorry yeah and there was one more super giant the guys behind bastion transistor and pyre mm. are a real new action game called hades which is actually available in early access now i think it's on the epic store if you uh are into that sort of thing uh, those guys according to the, do great stuff uh, i'd be interested yeah. to give yeah. it a look 
Yeah. Yeah. They've kind of like Bastion was their their peak for me. And it it's kind of been like a little rocky since then. So um excited to see them fucking pull it out. Could be good. Uh, but yeah, that that was the game awards. Uh if you wanted you could find it on YouTube now to go back and watch it. Uh is it worth shouting out okay. any any other special moments in there? Um I yeah. I particularly or Joseph Ferris Beck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He Oh yeah, yeah. He opened it. And he still doesn't know where the camera is when he's talking to Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um I really enjoyed um uh Matt Makes Games, uh their acceptance for the Games for Impact uh oh, award. Yeah, yeah. Um so they won it for Celeste, obviously, which is a, a game which uh, takes on the the issue of depression and how it affects people and and how it affects people who actually um, who get through it, you know, yeah, who are mm-hmm. at the other side. And he had a really nice nice moment um, where uh, the the maker of that basically just gave a shout out to all those who had uh, said that it had helped them through hard times and you know that it made a big difference to their lives when they were battling depression. But just for them to remember, you know. They're they're the real heroes there, you know. People who yeah. who try every day and who who can get through. You know, it was yeah. it was pretty cool. He had a good speech. That, I agree. That yeah. was that was my moment as well. I wanted to, to bring <laughs> up. He said, uh, he said he said for if this helped you come to terms with mental health in any way, just know that that came from you. That that change came from within you, and it wasn't yeah. the game. Um, I thought that was just fucking great. Cool. Like, and yeah. and then of course the other big moment um, was esports player of the year uh, was uh, Sonic Fox yeah. who had yeah. uh, was it um, was it Dragon Ball what had he won Dra- well I mean he plays a lot of fighting games but I think specifically it was for Dragon Ball Fighters yeah Fighter Z they Fighter Z sorry yeah Jeff Keighley kept saying Dragon Ball Fighters because it's, <laughs> well, it's not Fighter written Z. well <laughs> yeah there's a space after the R and they didn't put that in the the teleprompter yeah but uh <laughs> he'll read it exactly <laughs> dragon ball i'm fighters? jeff keely <laughs> <laughs> um what about us yeah yeah but yeah he, so he, he came out on stage and he was just you could tell he was just super nervous and not ready to be up there to talk but it was like kind of kind of endearing in a goofy sort of way but he then was in he, full uh, costume yeah he's well. he's a furry Helmet so he, he dressed up as like a giant well sonic fox so a blue fox um <laughs> but yeah he gets up there and then at one point he's just like i i'm I just like, cause like I never thought I'd ever, I'd, I'd win this. Cause I'm, I mean, basically I'm black, gay and a furry, you know, everything Republicans hate and, uh, and <laughs> yeah, everybody just started cheering for him then. And, uh, yeah, he, he kind of, he went double down on a lot of that stuff on Twitter later that night. It's kind of funny if you go look it up. Uh, I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was, it was just kind of endearing cause he just, he was genuinely shocked and surprised that he was up there getting that, that award. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, well, I guess we got one last thing to discuss before we sign off for this episode. Uh, what do you guys want for Christmas? Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is the end of our uh, No New Games 2018 pact. We're just about at the other end of the tunnel. And one of the loopholes that we have is we can get each other gifts on birthday and gift giving holidays. And even though this one is a week before we're finally <laughs> opening up the floodgates, um, we can still get some in uh, a week before the end of the year here. Um, yeah, man, I've got, uh, uh, such a long list. As I said, most of these are indies. I'm really 
really struggling not to put Oprah Din on here and to hold out for a potential switch port. Oh, that one's on mine. Because <laughs> it's it's only Windows, right? It's only like Steam right now, right? Yeah. It's I think it's Windows and Mac, and I just I I just don't see myself enjoying it as much if it's not on switch i hate to say that but uh obvious contenders otherwise are smash uh, i never had spider-man um and as i mentioned celeste into the breach um that like i don't know i have to choose between those those are pretty much my guys my going buy me god of war how many times do i have to <laughs> tell you this buy me god of war immediately stop recording this Get off. Go buy me God of War. And I Ellie, I don't like I don't like the way that he's demanding this. I think I'm gonna get him something else. And, this is uh, just this is just rude. And the other one I want is uh yeah, Return of Oberdin. Those those are my two yeah. top and yeah, there's there's nothing else I need. Oh, uh Josh, you were talking about getting prey moon crash. That sounds pretty oh, good yeah. as well. I'm kind of tempted by that, but I, I yeah. reckon I've got a lot of other things going on, so I might not get to it yet anyway. Um, yeah, I had, sorry, a side note, I had a friend give me an early Christmas gift with Prey in the DLC, so, um, but yeah, uh, for me, I mean, it's been rough, I haven't been able to play a new release all year, um, Jesus Christ, so, uh, <laughs> you're such a prick, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, no, mine are, mine are mostly indies too, and uh, we've covered most of them, uh, Return of the Oberdin is one of them, Dead Cells is one I'd like to look at, um, Valkyria Chronicles for the Switch, uh, well, I guess Valkyrie Chronicles 4, although honestly, I might debate a double dip there just because the first one's great and being able to play <laughs> it on portable is awesome. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, those are the main ones. I I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. I, I have to go back and look at all what's come out because it's been an amazing year. <laughs> yeah, it certainly has. Um, Did any of us play a game that Josh didn't play? Hmm. Because we definitely played well, games yeah. you didn't play. You guys I, definitely played games I didn't I, play. I played but Dead, Josh... Dead Cells Into the Breach and The Messenger. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Valkyria I, Chronicles 4 after I get off. I'm mostly game. thinking of like major releases, but yeah, okay. I would say Valkyria Chronicles 4 is probably the the biggest, the biggest one. kick in the nuts for Josh. But yeah, we could just buy him that. <laughs> but it's just, yeah. He did not really feel the squeeze of the... Uh, Oh, I, I felt the pain in other ways. Just because my nephew's here and he's buying his own games does not mean I do not feel pain in other ways because of that. <laughs> I don't believe you. Oh. I don't believe a word of that. Oh, I, I do. In fairness. Um, yeah. I told um, you stories earlier, Elliot. <laughs> War stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was that, uh, is that? I think that's all. I guess we'll, we'll probably work out the the details of the Christmas list, but yeah, I'm looking forward to getting some, some games from you guys. You guys are playing undertale, right? Yep. Uh, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Totally, totally, totally. Um, yeah. And we're gonna, we're also going to try to get Eric from same team. Y'all back on here sometime next year. Um, that gives us a 12 month window. I know (laughs) what that sounded like sometime early next year is the, the hope um because he's been still playing games as we mentioned with his switch and uh he has he has uh some things to say so okay well i'm gonna to pick you up both up dead cells before we chat to him next um, yeah so that we, <laughs> can, nice. we can all have a good chat about it i'll tell you Holy. what the ending's like jesus <laughs> we hate you josh that is not how this works <laughs> at all, all right. um 
Take us home, Elliot. Yeah. All right, guys. Good episode. Good to see you guys again. And we'll uh, we'll next episode. We'll all be in the same place, same time, single mic recording again. Um, so look forward to that. Uh, in the meantime, you can catch us on our website, ratherbecast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at RBPcast, at RBP Stevo, at RBP Elliot, at RBP Bill. Um, <laughs> not sure. <laughs> RBP Bill. That's, that's RBP Josh. Um, <laughs> uh, we're on Facebook. We You can find us wherever podcasts are sold. Ours is free, though, so start there and then give us five stars for being free. Four <laughs> stars also works as well. Uh, we're on YouTube and. Um, yeah, you know. That's about it. <laughs> we should twitch to some It's hard to say that we stream on Twitch anymore, but if we did, it would be on uh, <laughs> twitch.tv slash rather be playing. Uh, it's um, been a busy few months. <laughs> yeah. You can probably find our old uh, our old video on demands there. Um, videos on demand. Videos on demand. <laughs> <laughs> video on uh, yeah. demand that's gotta be the one <laughs> vods all right <laughs> is that all of them this elliot we got it covered <laughs> yeah i think that's it you'll you'll find our podcasts every episode's on youtube and, and all our video on demands is end up there as well <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh oh new announcement and i think we've been doing this since the last one and i forgot to mention but we are now on spotify as well nice. right. um, Good work. spotify podcast yeah Check us out there. Every episode still free. So, <laughs> it's the selling. It's the selling point. Anything at all. We're actually the one free podcast. So. <laughs> Tell your friends. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys in about two weeks. Take care and play your games. Yeah. Bye bye now. Sayonara. <laughs>